Right, welcome to another Talking Heads, a podcast with me, Roddy Clear, the viral sessions. Once again, we're uh, just reminded that the radio program is currently off air until this uh, um, virus pandemic passes sufficiently enough to allow us to get back into some kind of work. And until then, I've been conducting interviews with many um, artists and bands uh, in Ireland, as we do on the normal radio program, but uh, these are extenuating circumstances. And so I thought, let's uh, try and keep profiles up there. And in particular, I wanted to concentrate on some of the newer acts that are up and coming. And uh, one such act is from Maynooth, and uh, by the name of uh, um, Doppler, that's the, uh, that's the stage name, real name, is uh, Jamie Mulrooney, who joins me at the moment. How are you doing, Jamie? How are you getting on, Roddy? Thanks so much for having me. It's a pleasure. Absolutely. First of all, why Doppler? Oh, God. I didn't know you were going to throw that question at me. God. Oh, you know what? It's just so hard to pick a name of anything, you know what I mean? And I've had some absolute stinkers as well. You know, when you're starting out, you have some terrible, terrible names. And, uh, you know, it was just, it's, you know, the Doppler effect, the movement of sound, you know, kind of an ambulance goes by and you hear it in the distance and the frequency yeah. changes. That's what the Doppler effect is. So I was like, oh, that'll do. And it did. Thankfully, there wasn't too many other Dopplers around the world. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I just stuck with that. And then I've been performing, like, for years and years. and do lots of, we do about 100 gigs a year, little small gigs. But this has allowed me the time to actually put the song out. So it's brilliant, yes. I'm really, really happy at the moment. Yeah, well, it's the question that I ask pretty much every guest that comes onto the podcast. How are you coping with this uh, pandemic uh, as an artist? I know you, 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 before we started recording, you mentioned that you're a teacher. But from, from the creative point of view, how has it all affected you? Yeah, I think everyone's a bit anxious, aren't they? Like, you know, and it's it's funny though, I would be an anxious sort of person anyway. So the fact that everyone is anxious is actually ease my anxiety, if you know what I mean, because yeah, it's yeah, collective, yeah. collective anxiety. So everyone's in the same boat. So that in itself is a bit calming, you know? Um, I know that there's, obviously it's horrible what's happened out there. But for me, um, you know, I, I've a very elderly parents, so I look after them and kind of, you know, as best I can, just bring them shopping and stuff like that, stay isolated. But um, yeah, for the most part, it's it's been, to be honest, it's been positive for me because the fact that I have more time to put myself into into music. So for the first time in maybe, you know, properly four or five years, I've got night and day sort of stuff, like playing the piano, writing songs, trying to give myself what I done was a good mate of mine, the lad who played, on it he gave me the chance we kind of bounced a couple of songs back and over to each other i said look i'm going to try and put, give you a song a day now obviously i wasn't writing them from the, from the start but there were yeah. those half finished songs from years ago and stuff but i had to put lyrics to them so for me it was kind of cathartic and it was really nice to be able to you know put myself in and write lots of lyrics and sure if you're writing lots of lyrics you're pouring your heart out you know because yeah. you're you know because i really do try and take that part seriously i think me as an artist, like, you know, I'm not kind of a jack of all trades, really, you know. So I really try and make sure that the lyrics are spot on, that they're really, really strong, you know, because that I can control, you know. Yeah, yeah. Some of the things, you know, like, you know, I'm not going to be one of the best singers. I'm not, I'm not a Gavin James singer. Do you know what I mean? And I'm not, you know, uh, yeah, I'm but I mean, focus. I think you're being it's a little bit hard on yourself. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm not. I'm not. It's just that. Well, maybe I am, to be honest. <laughs> I, well, what I mean by that is, is, is you know, I mean, Gavin is, is Gavin and you are yeah. you. And, exactly. and no, you know, right. everybody takes takes from each singer. I mean, I would listen to Gavin differently than perhaps I would listen to you. What I will say about your music, what struck me, the fiddle obviously gives us a little bit of an Irish feel. 
But overall, I think the song has a very American feel to it. I don't know how that would sit with you. American kind of West Coast type music. Do you know, like I've heard that of a couple of people as well, and I just can't get over it. Like, it's not something that you know. If anything, West Coast, I'd be more East Coast. Yeah, <laughs> I'd, be, okay. I'd be massively into the Strokes, but I just wouldn't have the time or the guitarist to do it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I'm only one person. I just love the Strokes. I love their new album as well. But yeah, there is. You're not the first person to say that, Roddy. Yes. So uh, it's just what comes out. So it might just be. You know, you see, the thing is, if you listen to the next single that comes out, any song, that's going to come out in about two months. And that's nearly different again, like, you know, how people develop their sound. I'm going to be plainly honest with you, Roddy. I don't do that at all. It's whatever comes out. Like, you know, two weeks ago, I wrote a waltz on the piano. And like, what? you know, the next the next song that comes out is going to be almost country, but good country. Do you know well, you know, something? I'm actually, I'm actually quite, quite um, pleased to hear you say that because sometimes I think a lot of Irish bands fall into this trap. Well, not necessarily a trap, but they fall into this uh, sameness. So every song becomes almost a clone of one that goes before. Whereas an act like yourself or any act for that matter, whose two songs in a row sound completely different to each other. I think yeah. they're the band that has a better chance of surviving because they're, you're not shoved into this rut of being, now it worked for status quo, fair enough, but that was a different age. <laughs> but yeah, you know what I mean? Was, you know, that, that was I then. Exactly you know. what you mean. You know, if you're looking, what, what's a great example? There's a, remember the Hives, hate to say oh, yes. I told you so. Their second one, I think was called Walk It Walk or something like that, I can't remember, but it was literally the same chords, the same tempo, the same drums. And they were asked about it and they're like, yeah, it worked the first time, like so. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. so so yeah, I think you know lots of people, and you're always told as well uh, from day one. It's like oh, you need to develop your sound. You need a sound. You know, you have to, you have to stay in these kind of not stay in the parameters, but you have to develop your sound and kind of. Well, see, I would go against that as well. I would kick against yeah. that again as well. But I, 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 I'm just a believer. If if it feels good to you, the artist, that's good yeah. enough. I mean, it's yeah. you that you have to, I think, please in the first place. I was just lucky that way, just in the fact that like. It's what com whatever comes out comes out. You know what I mean. And I think with a bit of age as well, and it's starting your thirties now. It's kind of like I just don't care as much as you know. I really don't care as much as what people kind of think as much. You know, I still do. Still, I'm still yeah, yeah. pretty vague. You know, still, but like I just, I just kind of whatever comes out comes out, and then try and do the best with that, and be honest with it, and and you know try and make it the best as it can be, and then just move on to the next song. Yeah, I, I know exactly where you're coming from because. Um, I deal with a lot of very young bands, you know, lads who would be in their, you know, 16, 17, 18, 18 that, that age. And they all go through that um, phase of, uh, they think they're going to be rock stars, they're going to get the women, they're going to get the money, they're going to get the fame. And, and suddenly that doesn't happen. And they realize that they weren't writing the music for the right people, i.e. themselves. And I think they grow up a little bit, a little bit of life experience. You say you're in your thirties. You sound like an old man the way you're talking there. <laughs> but <laughs> well, what, what, I take that as a compliment. No, 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 no. I actually meant that. I meant the opposite. Way, that you're still very young. You know, you have a lot. You have a lot that uh, you probably still have. To you know more. what it is? It's kind of like when when you hear thirty and you're trying to even. Well, do you know what it was? This is a great one. The reason I put this song out obviously was the times when I had more time to do it, but. I'm, I'm not as I wouldn't say like I'm not going to jump on the bandwagon because someone died recently. But you know, Bill Withers, he mm. was there in his thirties before he put out his first. And yeah, he only came out with one or two albums, and he was incredible. Do you know what I mean? Like Grandma's Hands, Use Me. I listen to Use Me quite often, like, and it's usually in like with the lads having the crack. It's just a great, great drum sound. But the drummer on that, 
is like this kind of really, <laughs> you really have to see him. If you look up the BBC 1973, Phil Withers, use me. There's a drummer and he looks like, you know, he just looks amazing. But if you look at him, he, he actually plays again about two years ago with a band called Volpec. Have you ever heard of them? No? I have indeed, yes. Great band. Yeah, they're unreal. But they, they were doing a song called Running Away. And the drummer is there, you know, 50 years later still. He's a session drummer for them, for that song. You, and I was like, well, and then it came full circle because Bill Withers died. Two days later, the guy from Volpec, Theo Katzman, put out a tweet well you know that's very interesting because i was watching or i just happened to kind of drop in on uh, um, a documentary that was on television that my son was watching featuring dre and dre was saying that music is a young person's game and i immediately said no way is that true as <laughs> no. music music transcends age big time and it's a young man's game he said and i don't agree with that at all i appreciate that the touring aspect of it would be a young man's game you know in yeah. terms of stamina and energy and all that but then again I contradict myself by saying, look at the Rolling Stones, they're still going yeah. and, and they're still touring. So I, I, think, I think that's all relative. And, and what's, um, what kind of music uh, influenced you when you were very young, Jamie? Uh, straight away, the first name that comes in is uh, Jitty Peppers. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a basic sort of Irish 16-year-old when Slane was happening, you know? <laughs> right. And that was, my, that was my first gig, 16 years old, let loose. Not a drop of drink taken, like just completely sober. I knew every song they were going to play before they even played it. You know, I just... Brilliant. I was in love with them. I, I, my first cousin, Tom Mulrooney, he'd be a session bass player, one of the best double bass players in the country. Like, and he used to get kicked out of his house because he was smoking fags. So he'd come up to my house and I'd be, <laughs> I'd be seven years his younger, you know what I mean? So I'd be like 12, but he'd be coming in with Blood Sugar Sex Magic album and maybe he'd be coming in with stuff like Melancholy and Infinite Sadness, you know, Smashing Pumpkins. That yes. sort of stuff. We used to watch top 30 hits, give out about Celine Dion when she was on and then hope for the offspring to come on, that sort of stuff. So I got into that and then once John Fashante was a massive influence, incredible. But then I started playing bass because obviously Tom, my cousin, was playing bass as well. So he was like a bit of an older brother figure, idol sort of, you know. So I kind of played to that game and then I started playing in a couple of bands and then before you know it, you're out, you're out gigging. And, and then I suppose later teens, then into early 20s, uh, you know the Strokes. I love the Strokes. Queens of the Stone Age. But then, um, but then when I, I loved music, obviously all the way through. But then when AM came out by Arctic Monkeys, I mean it was just a masterpiece. That sort of lyric. The big nineties bands fan then, obviously. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, yeah. that's your era. Well, you know, I'm being from the West of Ireland. Like I know you say, I was in Maynooth. I lived in Maynooth. I actually moved back to, to Mayo now, but. Being from Mayo, you know, the whole trend was like, you know, even though the world was moving on around millennium, the millennium time, everyone was still listening to Pearl Jam here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's just the way it is. <laughs> right, like, right, right, right. It was always like, you know, 10, 20 years behind everyone. Was, everyone was just still mad into the grunge scene, right? you know, um, which I don't mind. I like the grunge scene as well. But um, we sure it all kind of goes into the same, you know, like Pearl Jam, Chili Peppers, they're not too dissimilar. Like, do you know what I mean? They're around the same era, at least. And, yeah, I like, the, I like all them bands, do you know what I mean? But yeah, so, definitely as an influence would be Alex Turner currently, for sure. Love, uh, just not his latest album, but stuff like AM and his solo stuff as well. You yeah. know, lyrically, that they'd be a huge influence, yeah. Uh, so A Memory is, is now on release, and obviously you can't tour it at the moment, so you're, <laughs> you're probably very busy promoting this online as best you can. Ah, uh, yeah. Do you know what? It's very tiring. Like, if you really want to give it a go, and then it's kind of, you know, uh, it's disheartening at times because, you know, you have, you send these hundred emails, and I don't mean copy and paste emails, you know, you look at the person's show, listen to their show, 
see what songs they play, or if they're a blog, you read their blog, look at their blog, and you do genuinely pick up on cool bands and stuff like that. But it's a very time-consuming thing. Like, and oh yeah, if you really want to do it, you you want to be, you know, the one thing I'd say if I was doing it again, I got lucky this time really because I had good people around me, but I also had good advice and um, and the song, the song is strong, the video is strong, so the work is there, you know. But if I was doing it again, you know. I definitely would put more time into it and really make a plan and get a PR, get someone in PR that's good, and uh, and go that and go that route because you need the help, especially if you're on your own. But as for uh, you know, that, that's what I would suggest anyway. It's difficult to put it out, like you know, and it takes a lot of time and a lot of energy. And even if you're the best one in the world and you're really good at social media and stuff like that, things can go your way. Things will go against you for sure. But um, you might get that one or two emails back saying, "Yeah, we'd like to play your song" or whatever it is. And then when that happens, it gives you such a lift that you just yeah. keep going. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's a tough. I mean, we 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 as a country, from a musical point of view, a musician's point of view, we're punching way beyond our weight. We have so many talented acts out there at the moment. Absolutely. The sad Absolutely. thing about it is, I've 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 said this many a time on many a broadcast that that the sad thing is that. For every 20 bands or artists that come along, maybe three of them will do very well. And of those very well, one will do exceptionally well. And a lot are going to fall by the wayside. And that's the sad reality of it, unfortunately. And that's not through no fault of their own. It's just there's only so much room, I think, and, and there's only so much airspace. Um, this is why, in some ways, I'm glad I had the opportunity to do the podcasts because it gives me a, a, an opportunity to concentrate on somebody like yourself. Uh, I think well, your song, your song, really deserves the airplay. Well, I appreciate that, and I really do appreciate that, Riley. And you're not alone in that. Like you know, it's been picked up. It was very slow the first week. I was like, oh God, why is this happening to me? And then next thing, it all clicks into place. And you know, things can happen very, very fast. And the video is meant to be coming out Tuesday, but I think I'm not too sure. But I think Hotpress are going to premiere it instead. Now I hear that. So there's a good you know there's some good things happening but you know i think if you are releasing just try and stay positive because <laughs> i know yeah. i wasn't this big for times and then just push it as much as you can you know what i mean and, and of course this, this this whole pandemic thing doesn't help you at all i mean you can't get out there and at the end of the day the lifeblood of any act is the live music yeah for sure you know um and i'd love to be it i'd love to you know what the other thing is you know for the likes of me who doesn't necessarily have a full band around me all the time it might actually work to my favor in that like i can do live sessions you know like you know the hot press like the, the lockdown sessions stuff like that if that might give me an actual opportunity to not take advantage but to you know to do well because i am alone i do have the time to record, I was thinking of doing, you know, you know, you can, you, there's lots of apps where you can basically record all of the instruments and then, they, you know, take a shot of each and then you're, you're basically playing all the instruments on a song. I could do that at home from home, you know. Yeah. So there's other little opportunities there that, you know, you can play live for sure, but I'd love to play live with a big full band. I mean, that, well, that's please, interesting. Please God, it won't be too long before that becomes a reality, uh, Jamie. And yeah. I just wanted to, to thank you for taking a little bit of time out on this lovely uh, sunny yeah, afternoon that it is. And um, please God, uh, when, when things get back to some sort of normality, whatever normality will be after all of this, we'll get you uh, into studio, maybe go get a couple of songs from you and it'd be, be lovely to meet with you and, and get some live tunes from you. Oh, that'd be incredible. Well, my girlfriend's from Wexford, so she's not a million miles away, so I could definitely call in no bother. So. Great. <laughs> Jamie, uh, Jamie Mulrooney, otherwise known as Doppler, thanks very much for your time. We're going to give the song a memory, uh, a spin now. So where can people get it, Jamie? 
Well, to be honest, they can just go Spotify and get it off there, um, and then they can. It's also available on iTunes and stuff like that. But uh, to be honest, lads, I probably, uh, if you want to support me for sure, I'd say maybe on Wednesday, um, look on social media. I think everyone's going to try and buy it at the same time. Right. But um, you know, so you can kind of just hit the charts and stuff like that in the iTunes charts. But a week after that, if you don't want to pay for it, I'll probably just put it up on SoundCloud. You can just download it there. Great. Yeah. Jimmy, <laughs> thanks very much indeed for taking a little bit of time to talk to us and uh, we'll play the song now. This is uh, uh, Doppler to give it the stage name and a new song called A Memory. I'm wild. 